This episode of Between the Joysticks will feature spoilers from The Rise of Skywalker and also some from the last season of Rebels. If you don't want to be spoiled, please see the movie first or watch the last season. Thank you for listening. All right, hello, citizens of the world. This is your host, Soul Man, with the Between the Joysticks podcast. Um, no LZ this week. We do have a guest speaker, uh, Will. Nice to be here. He is a uh, good friend. Uh, he loves Star Wars, so I figure this is going to be our Star Wars show since uh, Rise of Skywalker just came out. It's going to be all about Star Wars, essentially. We're not going to talk about a whole lot more. Uh, might be a little bit of a shorter show, but we want to kind of dig into the movie um, and focus on that. Uh, before we start on that, we are going to talk about the interview that Bob Iger did with the Star Wars show. He talked about some Mandalorian stuff, talked about the future of Star Wars and, and how excited they were. We're really just going to focus on the Mandalorian stuff. First thing he, he confirmed, which I haven't heard this anywhere else, is he confirmed that the child has a name. That's interesting, yeah. So I don't know if we'll... I, I assume since he's mentioning that, we're going to get it yeah. next Friday or the, the last episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, I, for one, am thankful because I'm tired of people calling it Baby Yoda. Yeah. Uh, and they mentioned that, that I guess Bob Iger had sent an email early on in the process to John Favreau, and he called it Baby Yoda, and John like, gave him a slap on the wrist and was like, it's not Yoda. Yeah. So I'm glad that, obviously, the story group knows and, and everyone around the project knows. Um, you, you can't really blame the public or, or Bob, though, because, I mean, they haven't given any background. I, I, yeah, and I that, agree. That's one, of the, that's one of the biggest annoyances I've had from Mandalorian is, at the beginning, I didn't really care that much. I was like, oh, this is cool. It's like a Western. They're, like, building up to stuff. And then after a while, I was like, I would really appreciate some plot here. Like, I, I'm like, because yeah. every, every week it's just been like, okay, this is a good storyline for this one single show. But, like, what's the grander scheme? Yes. Like, what's going on? Uh, I agree with you. So, first three episodes were pretty well put together. I mean, he's going to find the target. He needs to get off the planet. He, you know, steals the target back, get his armor. And then four and five and six were kind of very plot filler-y. Which isn't isn't a bad thing. We got some cool things going on. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's obviously things I have issues with, but it seems like seven is getting back to what the plot is. Which I, I think that's what you get in a lot of TV shows anyway. Mm-hmm. You get they they kind of start slow in the first season. Yeah. They really don't walk into their own until yeah. you know second third season sometimes. So um, that's interesting. He did also talk about uh, just what it was like about uh, what it was like to release you know Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. um, how they're gonna end this series, um, and then also the stuff beyond Star Wars. And, and they he didn't mention anything that he has going on, um, any specific things. But we know we have a movie coming in twenty twenty two. We're supposed to get a director drop for that in January, so I would assume that that is well enough along. If we're getting a director in January, that they've got something put together and they have an idea. Yeah, I just hope that, um, and he's also said that the the trilogy model is is kind of being put to the yeah. side. Well, didn't they announce a a Skywalker unrelated? Trilogy and then or did or is that still up in the air? I I, I heard rumors about that. But I, I think really... I think everything kind of went up in the air after Solo. Yeah, I think the with the way Solo and, and the Last Jedi performed and yeah. the way fans weren't super high on it, which I mean I feel like a lot of fans skipped out on Solo in the theater because of Last Jedi, and yeah. then they saw it on Blu-ray and realized that it was a really good movie. Yeah, because the Blu-ray sales were very good for that movie, yeah. and and people seem to. To like that a little bit better, at least it doesn't yeah. seem as divisive. I'm definitely, I'm definitely on the on the minority in that because I, I do not, I do not like Solo, and I do like the Last really? Jedi. Yeah, I, I see, definitely. I like the Last Jedi, but I, Solo is just fun because if you're someone like me, and I know you're the same way, 
and you know a lot of the lore. Yeah. There's just so many little there things little in there, things, which yeah. are cool to pick up on. And that's why I like it as much as I do is just because I like those little yeah. nods and things like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, overall, it's not a perfect yeah. movie. It's somewhere middle of the pack yeah, for me, definitely. truthfully. Uh, the last thing is he also talked about Disney Plus series coming up. We know we're getting Obi-Wan Kenobi, and we yeah. know we're getting Cassian Andor. Bob Iger referred to the Cassian Andor show as a the Rogue One prequel. Interesting. Which I think is interesting because that doesn't necessarily mean it's... I mean, it's more than likely, yes, Cassian and KG yeah. are going to be two main characters. But now I think we've got kind of a more condensed timeline to where it's going to take place... You know, this is going to kind of lead up to the events of Rogue One, which yeah. I think is gives you a little bit more idea on what exactly is going to happen in that series. It's not going to be like Cassian and K2 running around the galaxy yeah. and doing Yeah, like Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. going to be more condensed into what happens before Rogue One, and I, I think that's going to be similar to Kenobi, yeah. more so than Mandalorian, yeah. because Mandalorian, we know, is going to get a second season. Yeah. I believe Kenobi is going to be a six-episode miniseries, and yeah. the episodes are going to be about an hour and a half long. It's, it's going to be hard because Ewan McGregor is in it. And yeah. They're going to have to limit it. Cause exactly. He's not going to want to be tied down to something. Right, he's got a bunch long. of stuff yeah. going on. So I, there are only going to be six episodes of that. They're going to be a little bit longer. So that's going to be more like a long movie, which yeah. is what, that's what was going to... That's what It I was going to be yeah. that anyway until things happen. So I think that's fine. If we get you know Game of Thrones-level stuff from yeah. Kenobi... I'm all about yeah. that. I think that's cool. Yeah. So if the Rogue One prequel or the Cassian Andor show, whatever you, whatever they end up calling it or, or going with, I think it'll go that route because it does have a time frame. It's mm. got to stop. I mean, you obviously yeah. You yeah. can't go past Rogue One. And, that, and that'll fit really nicely in with Rogue One because Rogue One tied in directly with A New Hope. Yeah. Right? And so it'll be a nice little, like, it'll be really cool, actually, if it, like, if the series ended at exactly where Rogue One yes. began. Yes, that, that would, that would, that would be great. It would actually be, it would, it would be insane, like, you know, like goals, right? If they, like, if they tied in the entire timeline. Oh, yeah. All if you can, things together. I mean, like, if you be... can go from, Ro- if you can watch the prequel Rogue One series to Rogue One to Episode 4, yeah. those in an order and, and get a good grasp of exactly what's going on in the galaxy, I think that would be awesome. That would be amazing. That yeah. would be one of the coolest things. Um, so enough about that. Let's get into... The big news. The movie, yeah. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. We both saw it last night, yeah. so we're fresh off of it. I needed time to compress and kind of get things together yeah. and, and, and figure out some things that I, I really, really liked. Yeah. There's definitely some things I didn't like, but yeah. go ahead and tell me your overall thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I immediately... Honestly, within the first ten minutes, I was thinking this is this is probably my favorite movie. And I, 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 think, I think afterwards, I was... I, was, I mean, you, you know... You because they do that. They did that thing where they like teased Sidious, right? They teased Sidious in the trailers, yes. and I was like, "Oh, okay, so Sidious might be in it." And then in the first, I mean, in, in, in the the crawl credits, the opening credits, they're just like, "Bam, Sidious is in it." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that, and then and like first first ten minutes of the movie, Sidious is there. Like it's yes. not like they're not teasing you. Sidious is there. He is. I mean, it was just it was crazy. I loved it. I love how how bold it was. Yeah, and I, and I I know a lot of people are very. You know, oh, well, how could Sidious have lived? And, all, and then, uh, my response to that is, how does Darth Maul live? How does, yeah, you know, how that's does the, all these people I live? I mean, obviously, that's the it's can Star of worms Wars. that's been opened up yeah. over Star Wars. Yeah. You know, you let Darth Maul live, and now it's kind of, you know, any what what is Anyone possible with anybody can do. Yeah. I mean, so now that you've, now that they brought Sidious back after the way he kind of went out. I'm looking at Mace Windu. It's almost, I'm yeah, at, I'm you look at, at everybody, like and it's like, okay, yeah. what's, you know, I mean, and he makes the comment, uh, which I thought was a really cool throwback line to the prequels, is, you know, the dark side is a pathway to many, yeah, many abilities things. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing which is, I think is great. Plagueis and Sidious, both of their, and I mean, that's how Plagueis, that's how Sidious convinced Anakin, right? Is their entire point, their entire mission as Sith was to 
learn how to become immortal. Yes. I mean, and that, that was like their entire deal. That was like what they wanted. So I don't think it's that far-fetched to say that Insidious's pastime, Insidious's like part-time, you know, job when he wasn't the emperor, he was off learning how to be immortal. I don't think that's that far-fetched. He had these, he had all these, you know, Sith um, magicians, Sith, you know, people that worked for him. I don't think it's that far-fetched to say that one of them found a way for him to come back. I don't, I don't think that's crazy. And I, I but anyway, I, 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 re- I loved how bold they were with that. I, I loved that in the very opening. And then afterwards, I, I really, I, I thought it, I, I think it was my favorite film. I really do. I think, I know that's, I know, I, I've seen a lot of people, you know, on Facebook, you know, like, some people, they, they either put it in their, at their bottom two, or it's in their top two, you know. I, I really right. think it's very, it's a very div- divisive film in that way, that I think either people are going to really, really love it, or really, really hate it. And I think that's what we've seen with the critics so far. Yeah, I, so... So I, I agree with you. I loved how how right in your face they yeah. were because I was going into it thinking, okay, how are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be something where like middle of the film he shows up and kind of comes out of nowhere? Yeah. But no, he like you knew from the beginning of this film that Palpatine's back. He is the villain in this movie. Yeah, you know, he was the villain all along. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not something that like okay, we got to deal with Kylo Ren and then you know the Emperor shows up and Kylo Ren's like, oh, we got to get together and, yeah, and yeah, stop yeah. him. So. It kind of created this triangle at most at the beginning of the First Order, Palpatine, and, and the Resistance. And then obviously that kind of forms together yeah. with Palpatine and the First Order working yeah. together kind of yeah. um, with what they did. But So I'll be honest. I'm not a huge fan of Palpatine being physical in this movie. Yeah. I wanted him I to be more – I definitely expected to be a ghost. Yes. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a ghost. I yeah. thought maybe his – his like Sith presence would be tied to the the Death Star yeah. ruins. I thought that as well. And then I mean, the obviously trailers. we got some of the trailers and we've heard his voice, and then we got the machine where you could. We know it's a machine now yeah. that he's hooked up. But we yeah. thought he was in like a floating chair yeah. looking at Ray, and you could see the hood, so you yeah. just assumed. So I mean, I, I'm not overly upset with it. It's it's one little thing that I didn't love. There's yeah. a couple little things that I didn't love. Yeah, we'll kind of get on. I, that. I think it would be. I think it would have been more convincing if. You know, because they have these. Apparently, Snoke was like a clone of some kind, which is like it's yeah. Like, I'm not sure if yeah, he was that a wasn't clone very clear. Or if he was that wasn't created, because you see, you see the different Snoke bodies in his like layer. There's yes. like three different Snoke like bodies. They're in like, like a vat. They're like a vat, exactly. So I think it would have been more convincing of like if Sidious was like possessing like these like yeah, clone things. I, I, think I that agree. Been, I think that would have been more compelling as well. I because I, one of the things I don't like about Sidious, and this is kind of like a one of my holdovers from. Um, not like one of the things I dislike about the the original trilogy the most is that he's very unphys very very not physical like he can't move I mean obviously he's, yeah. he's an old man he can't move that fast really the only thing he can do is shoot lightning right yeah which like in this movie we see the full force of like the the force lightning right but I mean I think that um you know like when someone like has a lightsaber battle there's like there's a there's a certain amount of chemistry that goes into that that you just can't beat right without, yeah without I, absolutely and I think that it would have been more compelling if they had him like like possessing possessing people that could actually fight yes absolutely because um, i mean that that the final battle between him him and ray is i mean it's compelling but at the same time it's like we didn't we see that didn't we see that with mace windu didn't we see that with luke skywalker didn't we see that with, yeah like it's like we see it over and over again is it all that com- is it all that interesting at this point i mean that's one of so that's one of one of not i hate to say complaints because i don't have a lot of complaints with the movie it's there's just a little there's things i didn't love about it and there's there's things i loved and there's things i didn't love yeah. and the ending was definitely weaker in my opinion um what my in what in my opinion what saved the last jedi what made it you know what it is in my mind is it ended extremely strong there was yeah. a lot going on we got a yeah we got a great fight scene in the throne room mm-hmm. on snoke's capital ship and this i thought the overall battle uh, uh, you know above was 
kind of week. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot going on at first. It just seemed like a... It seemed like a... a you know, what we've seen in this whole trilogy, which is like a, an at-odds resistance crew mm-hmm. going in against against the odds. Yeah. You know, we lose a couple people along the way. But in the end... In the end. Yeah. And then, it, you know... I wanted to see Palpatine get a lightsaber. Like, I wanted to see him wield a lightsaber exactly, again. Yeah, or, yeah. or, you know, I just maybe Ben comes in and, and you know, and, and turns or something. Yeah. Like, anything like that. I wish we would have ended with a lightsaber battle to yeah. end the, the series. The series yeah. Which, I mean, it, I don't hate the way it ended. I don't super love it. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's just, even, even the fight with the Knights of Ren was kind of just like, meh. I mean, yeah, they, I they was really they, disappointed they with didn't them. Have, they, they didn't, didn't have a sabers, whole lot. They didn't have... I don't, and you don't even learn who the Knights of Ren are in this movie. Like you, I assumed no. that I assumed that they would tell us, but I I assumed that they were the Jedi that Ben took with him from Luke's right. academy. I, I I think that's a that's a common assumption. That, yes. I mean, because because Luke says in um you know the Last Jedi that you know he took the Jedi or he killed them or he took them and yeah and so I think that um that's a common assumption. But I I was very disappointed. I I, I agree with you generally. I think that the end was disappointing in that way it wasn't as compelling as i would have liked it to be but i will say that my favorite scene happened at the end that scene where ray says be with me um, yeah absolutely and, and, and when all the jedi i mean i i cried when that i mean it was like it was like my entire childhood was just like that was and my dad my dad was telling me, you know he he went to see for uh, a new hope um he said he saw it eight times once with each member of his family Sheesh. um and i mean he he knew like he saw it for the first time he was like eight years old he knew you know he was like that this is going to be a thing. And, yeah. um, and he said, he was like, this is 42 years of my life. Yeah. In that one moment, yeah. 42 years of, he's like, I, I got married. I had children 42 years of my life. Just in that one moment, I like, it was just, he was just like, I, I could not describe how like important that was. Easily like, one of the be- like one of the coolest moments, especially because not only did we hear Anakin and Obi-Wan, yeah. Qui-Gon, Yoda, yeah. we got Mace Windu was in there. Yeah. Um, I've heard that Ahsoka and Kanan I were heard both Kanan. Present. I definitely heard Kanan. Um, I didn't hear that. When I go back the second time, which is going to be inevitable over the next couple of days, yeah. I'm going to listen a little bit closer yeah. to that. Um, you know, especially when we get it on Blu-ray, I'm sure we'll, yeah, you know, we're all kind pause of... Pause it. Like, pause, rewind, rewind yeah, yeah. slow it down, whatever yeah. we got to do. That's really cool, though. Uh, that, was, that, was one of, that was one of the cooler scenes. I'll be honest. I don't know... I don't know what my favorite scene was from that movie. Yeah. Like with Last Jedi, my favorite scene was the Falcon going through crate and yeah. you get the old school music's playing. Yeah. I love that scene. I like I this is it. my favorite scene easily. I you know, with um with uh, the Force Awakens, it was easily when Han and Chewie show back up on the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, when pinpricks. Yeah. yeah was... I, I've heard um I've heard of, like when Han shows up to talk to Ben on the Death Star ruins. Yeah. That's okay. No, that, that, I I was confused. I I completely understand that part now. But when that first started happening, I was I was I was thrown off. Han can't like, be yeah, here. Exactly. Yeah, Han can't be here. This is exactly. what's going on. And then, and then he was like, oh, "You're just a memory." And I was like, oh, "Okay." But it, uh, even then, I was like, "That's never happened." And yeah, so that's not. That's not. People don't really like come back in physical form unless it's a force ghost, right? And, and, and I, I think the way we have to look at it is he's not really physically. He's not, yeah, there. he's not. Kylo really is imagining. It him makes and, sense in every other universe. Like if it was right. in any other story, yeah, yeah, it would make exactly. sense. Yeah, just the fact that it was in Star Star Wars, it was like that isn't. Yeah, there is a way for the dead to communicate, and it's just, it was just kind of weird. It was it was disjointed for them to add that. And, yes. Um, and yeah, and I think that um, kind of on that on that note, I think that we both agreed that um, one thing I think would have made the entire new trilogy better is if J.J. Abrams directed all three. And I think that I see that time and time again on the internet. I, If J.J., I mean, I think that J.J. Abrams showed his mastery 
of Star Wars lore in this movie. I think he showed his mastery of the art of like finishing yeah. like this like saga. I, I think that you look at Force Awakens and you're like, wow, he started it really well. And then you look at um, Rise of Skywalker and you said you finished it really well. Yeah. I think that if we had a better connection between those two, yes. it, I think and it would have made the Rise of Skywalker in a better place. So I don't necessarily think he needed to direct them. I yeah. think he needed to write, the story. write them yeah. all. Yeah. If they had hired, whether it had been JJ, yeah. whether it had been... Ryan Johnson, I, I don't Carrie necessarily Fisher, care anyway, who. Yeah, yeah. I wish someone would have written seven, yeah. eight, and nine, and then you could have hired other directors yeah. to direct you, what they wrote. Yeah, I, I, I actually read when I when I went back and watched the Force Awakens and when I shot it for this movie, I read that you know George Lucas provided a movie a, a script yes. for for the the new trilogy, and and Disney said no, yeah. Bob Iger said no, and and I was I was shocked by that, and then I thought to myself, well, you know, George Lucas wrote the prequels, so. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like, just you know, that when Disney got a hold of this, they, they kind of looked back. And you got to remember, when Disney got a hold of this and they were doing scripts and things like that, that was 2013. Mm-hmm. So it was a year after purchase. And I, it's been six years since then. And I don't think, I think over that six years, we've seen a, a you know, a increase in prequel appreciation. Yeah, I agree. Kids I agree. who saw kids it. See it yeah, kids now. who have seen it in that, you know, were that age, they were my age, they were just getting out of high school at that point. Mm-hmm. So they weren't, you know, you're not as vocal in social media and in the world yeah. quite yet. So I think over those six years, as kids my age and, you know, close to your age grew up and, and were like, hey, you know, we love these movies yeah. regardless, I think it gained a, a lot more. Yeah. I think it helps that a lot of people don't love some of the stuff the sequel trilogy does. I'll be honest. I like Seven as a movie, but it's a rehash, so it's yeah, not exactly. One of, it's exactly. just not. It doesn't sit with me. I know exactly. you love it. Yeah, I'm, it just doesn't sit as well with me because it's. If you look at it, it's the same thing we saw in four, really, mm-hmm. just meshed up in a couple of different. No, places. I completely get that. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. It, I mean, it was a safe way to do it. It, it. You know, it got people in seats to see Star Wars, and that's really what I want. I just want yeah. people to enjoy things. Um, if I if I had my say in it, though, I I definitely I think I would have hired Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. I I think that. No one else had a better appreciation for what Star Wars meant it, to yeah. normal people than Carrie Fisher and Mark. It, at Hamill, least I have think. them, at least or at least put them on something, and then have someone kind of fluff yeah, up yeah. what like, they put. Or, make, like JJ, yeah, someone, or, someone put JJ like, on yeah, the team with them. I, I really yeah. wish because I mean, you look at how the original trilogy went. George wrote and directed the first one, and then he he wrote the other two, yeah. passed them off to different people. Yeah. So I mean, I, I thought that was nice. I just wish the overall trilogy as a whole. Fit yeah, a little bit it's more very it's, it's almost like trying to stick a, a triangle piece inside the circle yeah. hole when you're a three-year-old yeah. it just there's something that just doesn't it, it kind of gets in there yeah. if it's the right but it doesn't fit perfectly yeah and one thing i'll say that i think that is different it's, it's similar to what you said about how seven is kind of like a rehash of of um a new hope i think that the newer trilogy has a really great way of it feels like the original trilogy, if that yeah. makes sense. You know, like Absolutely. you watch it and you feel like you're watching those three movies. And maybe that's because it kind of is very, very similar to those three movies. That, that's completely fair. But I think that, you know, you watch the prequels and you could honestly say this is an entirely different... This is an entire... If it wasn't... If they weren't using the same words, I would feel like it's right. an entirely different set of movies than... Because um, even like planets like Tatooine and, and Coruscant that you see... I, I, you don't see course on the original trilogy, I don't think. But you know, you do in six in the special do, oh, edition, right, at the very yeah, end yeah. in um, the special edition. You but do. like even the, like Tatooine and places like that that you see in both, they, they feel different. Like it, like and I, I think that, that's because of effects. I mean, yeah, that's because of yeah. Effects. I think what that is is George when George made the prequel trilogy, he wanted to do new things with new technology, show off new yeah. new ideas he had, and that was one of his biggest complaints of the sequel trilogy is there wasn't enough new stuff, which yeah. I don't necessarily agree with because. 
if you look at the sequel trilogy and we go to different planets and every time you see a new alien or something, mm-hmm. it's almost always different. They yeah. don't use a whole oh, lot no. of stuff. They definitely now do. they do use the Abednitos, which are the longer faced. Um, there's one. There's a pilot of one okay, of them. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, he's one of Poe's friends. You do see a lot of them, but other than that, there's a lot of new different alien, ones. I mean, yeah. there was one that turned and looked at the camera that had a head full of eyes. Yeah, never seen that before. Yeah. all of the aliens are can- on Canto Bite were brand new. Yeah, I mean, unless we're talking about Rogue One or Solo or Mandalorian, because yeah. we've seen a couple, you don't see Twi'leks, yeah, Rodians, no, anything or like that, which is upsetting because I want to see more of that stuff because yeah. it's there's plenty of stuff already established in in the yeah. star wars lore we yeah i'd like to see more of that stuff i like new creatures i, I think but... it, i think it makes it harder it makes it harder for new fans i mean it, it's so much yeah. harder i mean that i mean it's fair to say you know there's an entire galaxy out there of course there's going to be millions right. and millions and millions of different species but i think it's, it's harder for a new fan to come in and say okay well i can't know everything about these species right it's really hard for a fan to be like okay what's what what makes a twilight different than um no oh, the the species that ahsoka katano is it the, the name is escaping me um Regardless, you know that that what's, yeah. what's the difference between those two species? Why are they different? Like, why do they look different but they're very similar? And right. or like, why why is a Trandoshian? Like, what does a Trandoshian do? Like, what it just it just makes it harder to, to yeah. Harder to, I, I agree. Yeah, um, um, it's just one of those things that Lucasfilm, since the acquisition of Disney, has decided to do. Yeah, and I think that's something to to make apparent, very apparent is Disney makes decisions. And Bob Iger is a decision maker, but I think most of the decisions coming out of Lucasfilm are from Lucasfilm. Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Dave Filoni, you know, J.J. when he was working on it, Ryan mm-hmm. Johnson. I don't think, you know, people complain that I don't like, think Disney gets a hold of it. Things are, I think Bob Iger has, can say things like, you know, if someone comes up to him and goes, you know, we want to do an R-rated Star Wars movie, he's going to be like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. It's things like that. He's yeah. not making creative decisions on the movies and things like that. I mean, yeah. if you look at Last Jedi, we watched this the night before, me and my, me and my father, and... I've never heard more cursing in a Star oh, Wars no. movie oh, yeah, than Last Jedi. It's, I, I remember, it's insane. I remember to me. in this movie, um, uh, Poe said to C three PO, "Move your ass." And I was, I was, I was taken aback. I was like, "Oh my goodness, there's swear words in this." Yeah, and I, I was, I, and I, I it was, it took me back to the what event? I think it was the first Avengers where the Cap says language. Yeah, I, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm turning into." Well, Cap I mean, Lens, you, you know? look at, I mean, you look at four, five, and six. Uh, the only one that they use, I think Dam is used yeah. in four, and I think in uh, Solo says, I'll see you in hell in, yeah, in yeah. episode five. Other than that, there's not a lot. In no. eight, we get a lot of it. Oh, yeah. And then in this one, we got a little bit of it. Yeah. So I'm fine with that. But I mean, you could you could tell. I mean, Disney is not the no. sole decision maker. I, I like that. I, I, like, I do I too. Think I, I, you know, I, I I hate when people say, "Oh, well, Disney's gonna get their hands on it. They're gonna Disney fight." Because I think there's just no evidence of that. There's, yeah. I mean, you look at the Avengers. I. I the, the Marvel Universe is, and, and I know there are a lot of people that might disagree with me. I think it's amazing. I, I oh think, yeah, I, think, I agree. I know that like cinematography, um, you know, like cinematography wise, or like or just movie wise, like maybe not like the most revolutional movies in the entire world, but I think it's just amazing that what they've done, and I think they didn't Disney fight at all. They 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 yeah. was really dark. No, I agree. And, with you. and you look at like Rebels, which I think was uh, I think. Post Disney purchase, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. Rebels and, was the animated series, and that's Disney. just so dark. I mean, that's a dark. Yeah, show. I mean, obviously the first, so the first couple seasons are, uh, first two seasons are a little more kid friendly, but it, yeah. it's kind of like you know the show grows up with the kids exactly, watching. Yeah. The last season, I mean, Kanan dies yeah, in that season. Like, like on screen, Kanan. Yeah, dies I mean, Kanan dies in, in an explosion that yeah. takes out a bunch of Imperial, you know, yeah. enemies. So they go into mourning, like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's. Like, it's you see Inquisitors die in that. I mean, yeah. so it does kind of grow up with, with them as it goes along and things get a little bit darker, which is nice. Yeah. 
So I mean, I, I think the argument that Disney Disney fies things yeah, is just, just is just not there. Yeah. Um. So what did you think of the what did you think of the overall plot of you know the Rise of Skywalker? I I I was lo- I loved it up to a point, and that point is, can we please stop? With the freaking planet destroying. Yes. I I understand. Yes. I understand that's the I understand that's the big enemy and that's like the the big. But like for the love of God, there has to be other things. Like is is a fleet of like ten thousand, uh, which also was like I don't really that seemed sketchy to me. That's yeah. A little far-fetched. But as a as a fleet of ten thousand star destroyers, not enough to be scary. Like and right. the, the threat of sending one star destroyer to every free planet in the galaxy yeah. is that not scary enough? Like I that's my like, thing. That's why I thought the it could have been the space battle, which I say space battle in quotations because it was it technically like a low yeah. orbit technically. Yeah. But I thought we could have had a better space battle similar to something we got in Rogue One at the Battle of Scarif yeah. or uh, Episode Six at the Battle of Endor. If we didn't have these star destroyers that absolutely had to be destroyed then and there, yeah, if we had yeah. something that was. You know, no planet destroying weapons. We yeah. just had star destroyers that we were going up against. It would have been a, it could have been a much more fluid and entertaining fight, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, I, you know, I mean, obviously, I agree with you. I thought the story was very well. It at least it wasn't something like Last Jedi where it seemed like we bounced around a lot. Yeah. We kind of got a group of heroes. They went on a mission. They figured out they needed to go to some, you know, yeah, move so, around yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You know, they ended up splitting up a little bit just because of what happens. So well, it's, I mean, overall, it's natural. Right? Yeah. And the, the thing is, is that even though they split up, they're still going in the same direction, right? Yeah. They're like, Ray goes to, uh, what's the planet's name? I, I forget the, the Sith planet. Um, uh, Exegol. Uh, Exegol. Um, she goes to Exegol, but I mean, Poe and, Poe and Finn go to Exegol. Yeah, well, that's they what they're trying to get to. Just in a more roundabout way. Right. So I think that, I think that it's not... Um, it reminded me a lot of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, uh, trilogy, where you know they're all going to the same, they're all going to Mordor eventually, right? But they're just taking different routes, right? And so it makes it, it, it makes it. I thought it was very. I also thought that it's a good way to finish up this trilogy that really did have different storylines for a lot of the characters. I mean, like Finn started out as as a stormtrooper. We see him first as a storm or, or a first order stormtrooper, and then we see you know Poe just appears out of nowhere as like the best pilot, and we learn to now that he's a he used to be a spice runner and. Um, and we see Ray first as a scavenger, very very different yeah. people, and, and I think that it's a nice way of like wrapping it all up and showing like, hey, these people are like they're together now, like, and then they're and they're gonna stay together too. The character development in this, from or just in the overall trilogy, in my opinion, from seven to nine, I I loved Finn's oh, character yeah. in nine. It yeah. was that was I'll be honest, I was not a big Finn fan until this movie. Yeah. He was great in this. I like Poe's character from the beginning. Yeah. But what he did in this movie I think this was really even even better, yeah. Yeah. and I I really really enjoyed Ray's oh, character. Yeah. I, in this think, movie. I think much much more than any of the other ones that she's been yeah. in, and I mean obviously Ben Solo, Adam Driver's done a phenomenal job. He was my favorite character in the Last Jedi. I thought he absolutely dominated every scene mm-hmm. he was in. This one he 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 doesn't do it as much, but I think it's just because of the character arc he goes through in yeah. this. It's a little more not I don't want to say laid back, but he's definitely a little more reserved Wish with a lot of things. Almost. Kind of. Play, yeah, yeah I mean you can almost, almost like I, I walked into this movie and I like I knew it was coming. Yeah. I knew he was I knew he was gonna be redeemed. I didn't want it to happen necessarily. Yeah. It's one of my eight smaller gripes with it. Yeah. But for the most part, I I, th- I loved what they did with the newer characters. One, it, one thing I'll say about Adam Driver is that um, he he can show Hayden Christensen a thing or two about how to be whiny without being whiny. I I think that's yeah. one thing that I was very very impressed about is that he he presents himself and and even Mark Hamill too in his original Luke appearances in New Hope. He he appeared as 
a child who didn't know what he wanted and very angry, very angsty the entire yeah. time. But never once did I think to myself, this is bad acting. You know, like, yeah, uh, no. this, this is overdone. This is, and I, I, every time he, you know, when he crushed his helmet or when he, you know, when he, when he said, when he came on the Star Destroyer and he said, um, you know, I, I sense some distaste about my, my appearance. Um, I think that the, those things never came across as awkward or any, like, you know, when, mm-hmm. you, when you're not like the, oh, I hate sand scene, you know, you, 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 yeah. you see that scene, you just cringe. Your heart yeah. is like, ah, oh, this shouldn't be in this movie. Adam Driver never did that. I, no. I really, truly appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, he, he absolutely killed everything he was yeah, in. He I did agree. a great job. Um, I, I, I will disagree, though, about um, Finn. I thought... I was a big fan. I'm a, I'm a big everyone. I'm, I'm just I just love Star Wars. Right. Better. I'm I'm very. It's, it's I'm very, the same it's, way. Yeah, it's just it, I come at it. I, I I'm much more, I'm like, much uh, less critical than I, right. than I think. And that uh, that's not. And there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. I, I think, but there's nothing wrong with being critical too. And that's the thing is that when I when I look at a character and I all I want out of them is just I just want to I just want to like what happens to them. You know, and I, whether it's good or bad, I just want that to make sense. You know, I, I want it I want right. it to be logical. And I, the one thing that I didn't like about Finn this movie was that. He says when they're sinking into the the sand pit. He says, "Ray, I never got to tell you," and then they they they, they pull rags on him the entire movie, and, he, and then they never, never bring it go up again. Over it. We see Ray, we see Ray and Ben kiss, and I have some feelings about that. I really wish they had just stayed platonical friends, but I you know I I think that there are a lot of people that like it. my fiance for one would would hit me if she heard me say that. Um, but I think that um, I think that. Um, it just made no sense to me. I, I really would have liked if everyone in this movie was just a platonic war hero. I think that I, I would have really... Like, you know, Poe can do that like, like whole flirty thing with the Spice Runner. But I would have really liked if everyone, you know, Kylo Ren, Rey, Finn, and Poe, none of them ended up dating or or kissing or anything right. any of the others. I think that it just would have been a much better and more compelling story arc if it was just four people... Fighting a war. I, I think that... I, I So I... That, to that point, I think that what Finn was going to say was... I, I agree. You. I yeah, I agree with I, you. I think that's um, where he was going as well. And I, it just really annoys me that they didn't finish that. I don't care what he was going to say. I, whether he right. says, I, I love wanna, you, or whether he says, you know, I lo- thank you for everything you've done, or whether... I just want... Especially because this is the last movie in this saga, right? We, yeah. might, we might never... I don't think this will happen, but we might never see these characters again in a, in a, in a movie again. And... And it just really annoys me that that will never that might never be wrapped up, yeah. and I think that that just that was a bad point. Uh, so, I didn't mind Ray and Kylo at yeah. the end um, so much. I, I think everyone kind of felt that tension there from from eight. It's yeah. one of the few things that they're the definitely for, they're the definitely force connection and the tension is one of the few things that survived eight moving into nine. Yeah, which I'm okay with. I I did not love how they could move physical objects from the connection. Yeah. Now, apparently someone that mentioned that in 8, there was a, the, where they had a connection scene, Kylo had water on his glove. Yeah. So there was hinting to think that could happen already, which makes me feel a little bit, you know, better about it. Yeah. I just thought it was a little strange. I also think Don't it Don't hate it, but I it, think was, it, it was odd. It matters that, that that connection, I think, was made by Palpatine, right? It was made by Correct. Sidious, perhaps one of the most powerful force users correct besides yoda in the galaxy right so yeah. i think that um you know the if anyone could do it palpatine could do it right yeah. i think that, yeah, that, yeah. that matters a lot um um which i think brings us to an, uh, an interesting point i loved that ray was a palpatine i i know a lot of people did not like that but i think that i loved it i thought i didn't see it coming for one which i more than anything else 
I want to be surprised when I see these movies. I, I want them to, th to throw things at me that I don't see coming to, and to make me... Because I think that one of the problems with a lot of movies is that you assume the good guys are going to win, right? And, the, yeah. and you, so I love when they throw it at me and they say, oh, but you're wrong. You know, this is how you're wrong. And I think that that was one of those things where, you know, you just assume that Rey is either a Skywalker or she's right. no one, right? Because then, and I think that, there. I, I've talked to some people that thought that no one would have been a good answer um, because, you know, everyone could be powerful the Force. Everyone is important. Everyone, you know, I think, and I, that been, I think that would have been a compelling story, but I did not see Palpatine coming in any way, shape, or form. I didn't read anything that said she was going to be Palpatine. I read, I read many articles. Never once did I read something that said, oh, maybe she's a Palpatine. And I, I think that, you know, my fiancé, um, when, when there's that scene where they, they tease maybe Chewie's dead, where she, for, she like, force lightnings the, the cargo ship, I, I was bawling. I mean, I was like, Chewie's dead. My life is meaningless now. And, and my, my fiancé, apparently, she said she leaned over to me and be like, and to say, like, isn't, like, Sidious the only person in the movies that has ever done force lightning? And, you know, and in that moment, I realized... Dooku. That Dooku, Dooku did, yeah. yeah. And, but, um, but, you know, I was like, wow. Well, and Dooku learned from Sidious, right? right? So, and, but um, I, sh it, I realized it was pretty dumb of me not to, like, to see that. That, that was yeah. a pretty big tip-off. Um, so, I had... So, back when episode seven was coming out, there were... There were a million theories yeah. under the sun. Yeah. She's a Skywalker. She's a Kenobi. Yeah. I did read one where she w would have been the granddaughter of Palpatine. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of people Bought gave any that. thought yeah. to it. Soon as the lightning came out of her hands, you is like, when I was yeah. very suspicious. I didn't, I didn't see it coming at all. Yeah, I, I, was, I loved it, and and it made me, and I should have been more suspicious because they brought Palpatine back. Mm. It just it made I, sense thematically. Yeah. I think I was just so surprised at how forcefully they brought him back that it never even yeah. crossed my mind. I never, I never linked right. them, the two and two together. Um, I, I one thing, and I think we talked about this a little bit. The timeline of when. Um, and I'll say this gracefully, when Palpatine was boinking, uh, is, uh, confusing to me. Because I, I, we talked about it. Ray's like, uh, how old did you say Ray was in the Ray's first movie? 19. 19, at, so she's like Force 21. So she's like, yeah, yeah 20, they don't really say how much yeah. time goes. I think based on the, nine. based on the glimpses we get of her parents, her parents look like they're about like 25 to 35, maybe 35 to 40 even. Yeah, somewhere um, around there. Um, and so that's like, you know, that's anywhere from 40 to... 55 years ago, which is in the smack dab in the middle of the Empire, um, and he would have been, you know, old wrinkly yeah. Empire guy, old wrinkly Emperor. I and I I I think that it, I that asks that presents many questions for me. So I, I, I think that I maybe maybe there was cloning involved, maybe there was uh, you know insemination involved, maybe there was maybe there was rape involved. I don't know, but it just it strikes me as unusual. So least, my yeah. my guess is, it probably more like forty five to thirty five years. Yeah. If that's the case, that puts it right before Episode Four. Yeah. So thirty five years from Force Awakens puts it about a year before Episode Four takes place. Yeah. Forty five years puts it about uh, eleven years before it takes place. So that's right in the middle of three and four. Yeah. I could see something like that. That's a little bit more plausible because originally when I did calculations, I was like, man, this is like right smack dab in the middle of Empire Strikes Back. That yeah. doesn't make any sense yeah, at all. Yeah. What I think it might be is I'm not so sure he was aware. Okay. And yeah. And I and I think or or maybe he was aware but the he didn't see the same potential in the in the in his, his child. child. Yeah. 
I would say... I think, And I think that that definitely makes sense that yeah. he didn't see the potential because why would he care so much about Ray but not about the son? So, yeah, so I, I, think I think it was... I agree with you, but it could be also the fact that if he, if he died, um, it takes time to... You know, obviously it took him time to amass the fleet that he had, yeah. things like that. So maybe, that, maybe he kind of knew that his child just wasn't going to be ready and it was going to be up to whatever was next. Obviously, we need a little bit more. I'd love a book on that oh, ship. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I can't remember that character's name uh, that had the dagger on him that was piloting oh, the ship. Oh, it was a C. C- yeah, I, I cannot remember, remember for the life of me. I'd have to go see the movie again. I thought just the inclusion of more Sith things yeah. was... I we know We it. know almost nothing. Because now, now that most of the books are legends... We know almost nothing about pre 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 Plagueis Sith. Yeah, I mean we know a little bit about Bane, but I mean most of it is legends now. Yeah, and I, I think that it's it's really it's really sad. I I think that because I mean I as someone that really loved a lot of the old Republic. I mean I loved the old Republic more than I liked the new Republic. Honestly, I never right. I never read a book that was like post Battle of Yavin. I never read any except for the main trilogy books. I never read any of those books, but I read like a million of the older public right. books. I think that it's cooler to have more yeah. force users out there, right? Like, yeah, and I think like, I think that's something we're gonna get. We're gonna get more information on that. We'll probably get a book or a comic or yeah. something like that to explain it a little bit more. I I want to know if Exegol is like the Sith homeworld and yeah. what we saw that were obviously those were so when he was originally speaking to Ray and we saw like the 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 the, the seating yeah, or the, uh, uh, the theater like seating yeah. and I wasn't sure that there was anybody was in it at first. Yeah. Then we obviously saw people moving. So I'm curious if those are like the past Sith. Actual Sith like like the species living, living cur- like the species, oh, the species Sith, Sith. Okay. which is something that in Legends is in legends died off, yeah. and then the, the the Sith kind of took their name as yeah. as just a as a thing. So I'm curious if those are like actual Sith, or if they or if they take up the name just kind of like Palpatine does and yeah. all the other Sith. So I think that's very interesting. Um, I do want to go over a couple things that I didn't love. I'll let you yeah. you go over a couple things you didn't love. Um, and these are like l- like little things, and I blame I blame myself because. I read all the Legends books for the most yeah. part. So I know I'm more knowledgeable than your average fan when it comes to things. First thing is, I'm really upset Kylo threw his saber away. Yeah. I really wanted him to keep it and make it white. Yeah. Because it, as everyone knows, in new canon, when you to make a crystal red, there's no red crystals anymore. Yeah. They bleed their crystals, so they sink hatred and, yeah. and their pain into the crystal. They crack it, and it, it makes it red. Yeah. Um, it, and then a purified one, as we've learned in the Ahsoka book, if you purify it, it becomes white. And that's how Ahsoka gets her white lightsabers. Yeah. If Kylo shows up with a white cross guard lightsaber, like a white knight. That would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. Of course, it's kind of moot because right. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that would have been. I thought that would have been cool. I wish they would have uh, found something to fit that in. But yeah, I mean that's not a huge deal. Like I said, it's small things. He got to wield his mother's saber, which is pretty, which cool. I think is yeah. pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, that's something else. That's something I really loved. I love that Leia got a saber. Oh yeah, I I um, think that it, you know, it, and we got some confirmation of her yeah. force training. And I think that kind of fixes one of the biggest problems with the. Last it doesn't stuff. fix it, but it makes I, it. It yeah, makes yeah. it better. Space I, I, witch Leia is still weird. Yeah, I I I definitely. You know, I I think that. One of the things I have to remind myself whenever I watch these sto- uh, these movies is like it's all fake, right? I, I I hate when people are like, "Oh, that's not possible." None of it's possible. Like none yeah, of it's possible. Yeah, I agree. And so it's like I I understand that it was like a little bit more far fetched. I understand that, but it makes it at least a lot more understandable if we know that she received training from yeah. one of the best Jedi to ever live. Agreed. You know, so um, 
I wish, uh, I wish in that same scene right before Kyla tosses his lightsaber away, I, I really wish Ray didn't stab him. Yeah. I, I wish he like hacked his arm off. Mm. This is the first. So we were talking about this at dinner after we saw the movie. This is the first trilogy where no one had their no one lost an appendage. appendage. Yeah, that's interesting. We literally went over it. The only movie that features no appendages being lost from a main character is four, and technically Obi Wan cuts Ponda Baba's arm off in the yeah. cantina. Yeah. Before that, everybody loses arms everywhere. If you count Darth Maul getting cut in half yeah. in Episode One. So, I mean, it's just odd that that has been, like, a thing that's removed. Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge fan of the healing. And spoilers for Mandalorian, that was obviously brought in before. Yeah. And I thought, I didn't love it then. I mean, that's canon, though. There are are Jedi healings. Force healing happened, so that's when when, when the child did it. Yeah. I was like, okay, there are force healers. Maybe this is like, and it wasn't like a crazy wound. But it's more like a specialty kind of, like, you're born with it. It just seemed like, like, Rey and Kylo could do it. Yeah. Not a big fan of that. Yeah, I'm okay with... Especially without any training. Yeah, I'm okay with him, like, reviving her at the end, essentially, and mm-hmm. giving his life force away. That seemed fitting, but her, like, full-on stabbing him... Like, I wish he would have just, like, lopped his right yeah. hand off. And that that would have given him a lot of symbolism, too, to connect with his uncle Luke, and, yeah. his, and his, his grandfather. Yeah. That would have just made a lot of sense. I, I think it also... It would have tied in a lot better... Well, I, I just to kind of go off there, I mean, maybe Leia's a force healer. Because, uh, I mean, they both, le- they both learned from Leia. Yeah. So maybe Leia on top of them. It's I, possible. That, that makes sense. So I, mean. I didn't even think of it. So that's what I'm saying. I, little things yeah, little I, I have issues with. Yeah. Um, another thing was the Resistance fleet. I'm a little annoyed we didn't get any, like, just, like, little bit of background. I'm sure that there are plenty of characters in that in that fleet that... Either we know from animated shows, yeah. or we know from the books yeah. or the comics, like Ghost Squadron. Yeah, I would have, like, I would have like, loved to have a scene similar to the one before episode or in episode four, right yeah. before the Death Star one, where you know the Red Squadron and Gold Squadron checks in. Yeah, we could have got Ghost Squadron standing by, Phantom Squadron standing yeah, by, yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron Squadron standing by. I would have, that would have been my, that would have been my favorite part of that the movie, been right there. Yeah, just something little like that, even if it's just voices over the over the comm, because for the most part we. They say that, and it, it fits in because they say that they're not soldiers; they're just people. they're just people. Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of what the rebels were. In, all alone. You know, grow, yeah, you yeah. know, growing into it, they were all just kind of people who banded together to to stop the yeah. empire. So I wish we would have got a little bit more recognition yeah. on exactly not on everybody, obviously, but if there were some key players in there, it would have yeah. been nice to know that they were there. It was cool to see Wedge again. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I think that was, you know, we did get a little bit of that, but there's just so many yeah. characters that we know are part of like fleets and squadrons. Yeah. It would have been nice to, to kind of throw them in along, along the same lines. I, I was really hoping to see Ahsoka Tano in this movie. I, I, apparently she's dead because she's, because yeah, she talks I, to I have to imagine she's dead. Because she, she talks, talks to Ray. To Ray so. yeah. But I, but I, I, you know, at the end of Rebels and I, if you haven't seen Rebels, spoiler, but, um, I hope you have, it's an amazing show. Um, at the end of Rebels, uh, Ahsoka Tano and the Mandalorian, whose name I'm, uh, um, Sabine, Sabine, Sabine Wren, Sabine Wren, uh, and Ahsoka Tano go looking for Ezra in wild space in the, in the, in the, yeah, in or wild, wherever he's war- disappeared. Well, they say to. that, they say that he, he went to wild space. They explicitly say okay. wild space. Yeah. It's been a while since and, I've seen yeah. the end of it. Um, and so I, I literally just watched it like, like two weeks ago and, um, and, and you would have missed it. Like it's a very small, like, right. mission. but so they're in wild space and I, I just think it would have been so cool if Ezra, Ahsoka Tano, Sabine and Thrawn. 
Oh, if somehow, we, if we had my, seen Thrawn, I know I, I would have lost I, I, it. It could have been just in the smallest, just like a, a, a blue human like I know, over there. I, yeah, like exactly, I would have been like, exactly. I would have lost my mind. Yeah. And even if it was just bodies, like anything, I, I just wish they would have tied that in. I think it would have been so easy. They're yeah. in Wild Space. They're at the home of the Sith. Like it would have made so much sense. Like, it, and it would have been very easy to see Ezra took Thrawn to the Sith homeworld, and then later Sidious showed up and like killed them or yeah, something, something like, like that. that like i think that it would have been it would have just been such a cool tie well, it's weird too because you can see the ghost in that picture with all the yeah with all the shit. it's like right off to the right like i mean it's it's plain as day you mm-hmm. can see it so i mean it, it's cool how they throw stuff like that in but i want star wars to get to the point where we're putting characters from the yeah. animated shows they, from the books they, they don't really into re- movies they don't recognize the, the other than animated shows other than maul and solo that's the only time yeah which right. is I, which is why i think my hopes got up for this because i've I felt like, okay, yeah. they're starting to do this more. They need to take some risks. Yeah. They need to make sure that people are... You know, I thought this was going to be very fan service after yeah. Last Jedi, just because we know how divisive it was. Yeah. So I thought maybe we had a little bit of shot for this. But um, I, I think that I think the fans are part... I, I think that um, as fans, we need to, we need to be less critical. Because I think... I agree. I, you know, when, when Maul showed up on the screen, critics and fans hated it. They, they, I mean, I heard nothing but... Oh, what does this mean? This is stupid. This is well. Just if you didn't service. watch the animated show, you have like, no exactly, idea what was going exactly. on. And so, the, and so they were just like, "Oh, he was cut off, cut in half." So there was no reason. And I think a lot, and I think a lot of people that like Star Wars don't watch the animated shows because they think it's for oh, there's, kids. There's plenty. There's there's, there's, there's a plenty. lot of people that think it's for kids and they don't watch them. So I think that if we want them to do things that are courageous and brave and like cool, we need to stop complaining every time they do something courageous, brave, and cool. Right? I think yeah, that, I agree. Yeah. Um, Last two things, and the last one will be like a, I loved it, but yeah. I was upset with it. Uh, first one's F- Force Ghosts. Yeah, I'm upset we didn't see Anakin. Yeah, I'm really upset. We I would have loved Anakin. I or Ewan McGregor. I, I was really I, upset. Yeah, both of them. I mean, I think it would have been, and I hate to do this to Harrison Ford, but I thought it would have been really cool if Luke and Luke showed up to talk to Kylo with Anakin, and then Anakin kind of Anakin and Obi Wan kind of popped off, or or even if it was just Anakin at that point. Yeah. I would have been like, man, like that would have been like he could you know have told him, you know, don't, don't fall, don't follow my path, yeah. return. Yeah, that would have you been know what would have been amazing is if, um, it, going back to saying that uh, Palpatine should have been a Force Ghost. What if they had a Force Ghost fight? What if Anakin and yeah, Palpatine? I mean, that would have been. We that know been, they can be physical now because Luke grabbed the lightsaber yeah. after Ray chucked it, and, and, and Yoda did, Yoda bonked Luke on the head with yeah. his with his staff and how, ate. How amazing would that have been if we got this grand? That would have been fight. cool. Because I, mean, I, I think people are upset. People are upset about Palpatine because it it diminishes Anakin fulfilling the prophecy. Yeah, in my opinion. He still fulfilled it. He fulfilled it as soon as Order sixty six happened. He yeah. balanced everything. Yeah, there was about. There's two Sith for sure. There's yeah. about two. I mean, two are the bigger ones. Yoda and Obi Wan. I mean, obviously you've got Ahsoka and Ezra and yeah. Kanan out there, but I mean, they're Kanan's definitely small time. And Ahsoka's they're, not they're technically also, a Jedi. They're also like a bunch of little Sith, like the Inquisitors. Yeah, I mean, you get stuff, stuff like that. that. Yeah. So I think it, that's how I've always interpreted yeah. it. Anakin did balance the Force because there was so much light going yeah. on, and then we reduced it to match with the darkness yeah. that happened. And they make light of that in this new trilogy. Yeah. When Kylo Ren rises to, to darkness, yeah. Rey rises and in light to meet her. I think meet that another point of that is that, um, uh, you know, when, Darth, when, Darth, when Anakin kills Sidious, or doesn't kill Sidious, rather, Darth Vader died, right? 
So that did balance force. Now it's Luke and Sidious. Right. The force was balanced. Yeah. And then, um, and then in fact, Luke unbalanced it again. And that's why some might say why Kylo did what he did to yeah. balance the force. I think that's fine. Yeah, I think I don't there's, think it, there's many interpretations. I don't think of it, that. exactly, yeah. and I don't think it diminishes Anakin at all. But. I agree. I agree. So last thing, and we'll kind of go into some things uh, that I really loved. I I love that Ray got a lightsaber. Her yeah, own. her own lightsaber. That was. I believe movie. it's double bladed. I agree. I, I agree. don't think. I just don't think she lit the bottom part, which I don't understand why. Well, well, actually, it looked bro- long on her hip. Your brother told me that he saw a very small segment so of maybe lightsaber she did at the very and bottom. We just couldn't see. We it. didn't see it. He he says he saw. Well, in other words, yellow or orange, people are debating. About oh, it. I love the color. I, I don't care. It. What, this is the first too, time yeah. we've seen it yeah. on a on a screen, which is great. I think that it fits in nicely because temple guards. Have the old, yellow. the old, they have yellow but sabers, and they're all double sided. Yes, right. So I think that that fits in perfectly. And, yeah, I'm and cool she's with that. Going, she's going to create the new temple. Who better to be the new temple guard than Ray? And I I, the only my issue with it is I'm not upset she had it. I'm mad that she didn't have it at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I think that should have been something been she better. started with. I, agree. I think we could have just left Luke's broken lightsaber broken, broken, yeah. and just she could have she could have used the blade. She that's what I thought. That's what I thought she was I agree. doing I when I agree. saw Leia first hand it to her, and it had that it had like a the bond in between it. I was, I was like, oh my god, she's taking it, made it a double. I'm happy as can be. Yeah, that obviously didn't happen, so. Not a big deal. Um, one of the things I absolutely loved, um, but had had a little bit of an issue with, Mustafar was the first planet we saw where yeah. Kylo was cutting all those people down in that forest. Yeah, I'm irritated that that the Sith locator, I can't remember what it was called, yeah. was not at Darth Vader's castle. Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, unless that is something they put in and then had to cut just for time. Yeah. Makes it's no one, sense one, to Because one, one was on Darth Vader's castle. One should have been on Darth Vader's castle. And one, was with one should Sidious. have been on the Death Star of a City. Yeah, so I don't know why in the world they wouldn't have done that. I mean, it just seems... That just seems... It seems odd. Insane. Because we've been asking to see Darth Vader's castle in live action since yeah. Rogue One again. Yeah. We, I would have loved for Kylo to go there and, and kind of get in yeah. touch with like his grandfather's old it castle. It seems odd that Kylo never... It seems odd that that isn't Kylo's castle now. Agreed. It seems like that, that I, in I the agree. Force Awakens when they introduced Kylo, it should have been in Darth Vader's. I castle. mean, maybe he. I mean, he very well may not know it exists, but I doubt that. Yeah, how could he? I, I would how, seriously how could he somehow have retrieved. Seriously doubt that. How could he have somehow retrieved the mask of Darth Vader from the wreckage of the Death Star and not know about his castle? Yeah, you know, and that just seems insane. Yeah, um, I, 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 yeah, I definitely agree. Um. So, quick thing. Some of the things I really, really love. Final order. I love that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. It's a good play off the first order. Yeah. Uh, it's a good play off Order sixty six. Yeah, I I love that. I thought that was cool. I really liked Allegiant General Pride. Yeah, thought he was great. I thought it was nice that he served in the Empire, and he mm. that's why he was kind of really big with with yeah, Sidious. With Sidious yeah. uh, that was one of the the better surprises and, and of the movie. That made it more. Um, believable that they had yes. this entire fleet because it, it, all all of a sudden you're saying oh well they have all these holdovers from the Empire. That are there helping right. him, and so that made that made sense. And we I, know, and we know that that's what the first order is made up of. Yeah, it's holdovers yeah, from the empire, yeah. people who survived the Battle of Jakku and went to the unknown regions. Yeah. Essentially, um, love the return to the Death Star ruins. Yeah, easily, yeah. I would say, if anything, um, not the scene where she goes and fights her dark side self. Mm-hmm. The scene where she's in the throne room and the the music is playing over. I yeah. think that may that be amazing. my favorite scene. That was amazing. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Uh, older characters got really good arcs in this movie. Yeah. Repio had a great arc. Oh, they, Lando they, had a good arc. Yeah. Chewie gets a good arc. Yeah. They, they did service to some of the characters that, yeah. you know, I mean, the only one that really got the shaft in this trilogy, in my opinion, is R2. Yeah. Which, 
I get it. We introduced, all for we introduced a whole new droid in this one. We've got BB-8, so yeah. I don't hate it. R2 is one of my favorite characters of all time, but I get it. You yeah. need to introduce new characters, and he's the one who just got, you know, kind of okay. shunned a little bit, which is... He was involved much more in this one than he was in any yeah. other ones, so I'm, I'm glad about that, at I, least. I also think that... Um, I think that... You know, it's kind of it's interesting. Chewbacca had, I think, the most compelling moment in the movie when he found out Leia died. And, yeah. he, and he roared and he yeah. fell on his knees. That, that was I rough. mean, that was... I mean, that, I mean, that, I mean, more than any other... And this maybe is just how nerdy I am. But, I mean, more than any other movie that I've ever seen, that was just heartbreaking. I mean, yeah. He, I didn't, mean, he didn't say a word. He didn't... He didn't have... You know, you can't see his facial expressions. But, yeah, I mean... You no, can in, tell. In more funny. than any other way, that just, that just radiated I mean, me. I mean, you have to think. Chewie lost... Chewie's lost everybody that he's been everybody. close with, really. Han, Luke, Leia... Yeah, Lando's the only one left. I mean, other than that, and you have to think at the time, three PO got a memory wipe. So I mean, mm-hmm. even with the time he spent with him, is is kind of gone. So yeah, Chewie went through a rough patch there. Um, so one of the last things uh, that I, I'll talk about that I liked, and I'll kind of let you go over some things. I really love, and I know you said you didn't like this. I I was a really big fan of Ray taking. Luke's last name at the end. Oh, just no. I, I know that you're not big on it because you think the Skywalkers are the scourge of the galaxy, yeah. but I just think it was appropriate because Luke and Leia are the two that kind of brought her up in the Force. Yeah, they're the ones that trained her for the most part. They're the ones that you know gave her the ability to do mm. what she could do. Essentially, they made they essentially yeah. made her who she was. Yeah, you know, at the end of the trilogy, and I just thought it was fitting. I, I would have been fl- I would have been okay if she would have been like I'm Ray Palpatine, but. Yeah. I think the the thing is that that obviously got a little bit of a stigma with it. Yeah. And you know maybe she just doesn't want to yeah. you know attach anything like. I completely that. understand why it is, and I I think it's fine. I just think that, I the, the this, these movies have just been so obsessed with the Skywalker, and I think that at every turn the Skywalkers mess it up. And, oh yeah. And, and, like every thing, like Anakin, Anakin has sex with Padme, you know, and Anakin has a child. Anakin kills Mace. Luke destroys the Sith. Like I like. Just I I Luke brings back the sense with Ben. I think that I think that's one of my biggest pet peeves is that I I just wish and my fiance hates me for saying this, but I wish they would have been less about the Skywalkers and more about the other people that were so important. And I also think that the point of this movie and the thing that's repeated over and over and over again and first said by Leia is don't be afraid of who you are. And so yeah. I think that I think it would have been more. Com- I think there were two options. I think first she could have said Ray Palpatine because she's no longer afraid of who she is. I think, yeah. that been, I think that would have been more compelling. And I also think it would have been a really interesting story arc is if she, at the end she says just Ray, Because I think that I think that tells the story that I don't need to be someone to yeah. be someone. You know, I, I don't need to be Ray Palpatine to be an awesome Jedi. I don't need to yeah. be Ray Skywalker to be an awesome Jedi. I just am an awesome Jedi. Right. I just am an awesome And person. I think that's what, I think that's kind of what Ryan Johnson was going for. Yeah. And I think J.J. had already decided in his first movie that that just it's, wasn't what she's did. doing. She's yeah. going to be part of some lineage. I don't know if he had strictly figured out that it was going to be Palpatine's yet, but I think he knew that she was he was yeah. going to involve her. And I think the way Ryan took it, JJ kind of had to make. I made it so it couldn't be Skywalker. Yeah, I, I exactly. think. I think that. I don't know. I, and this is just my personal. I just hate the Skywalker. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, Scott, I just you gotta think. Like the, the, the saga is about them going around screwing stuff up in the galaxy yeah. and kind of leaving it for everybody yeah, else. Exactly. I mean, and I, I mean, like. And so I just think that it would be really cool if, if at the end we just realized, like, hey, 
it's not all about these like one this one family. It's actually about everyone. Because isn't right. that like the point of the? Isn't that the point of rebels? Isn't that a point of resistance? Isn't that? Yeah, the point? I mean, I, it's all about how we're strong together and we're all right. important and we all need to fight and you know everyone and it's all about hope and it's like I don't know. So that, that's just that was just my two cents. Yeah, I, I, I mean, understand why they did it. Yeah. I, that was very touching that Luke and Leia show up and like kind of like. Like, oh, yes, you're my force ghost. Like, uh, you're right. my force baby. Like, I understood that. And I yeah, that. and I mean, it makes sense. Uh, George Lucas once, ex- you know, explained this Star Wars. Is it's a it's a story about a busted family yeah. that it always has problems going on. Yeah. It's a family story. It's a, it's a space it opera, essentially. It is a family story. It's a, so, it's I mean, a space I, I, opera. I get yes. it. I get that she's, you know, taking um, taking their name. It's very fitting. Yeah. Um, I, so, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was cool. Uh, I didn't really have any issues with it. But no. um, anything, uh, issues, things you loved about the movie? I mean, no, I know yeah. we went over a lot of stuff. I yeah. figure I hit some of the stuff that you no, yeah, did I, as well. I, I, think I, I think I commented throughout. I think that... Um, Again, overall, I just loved it. I, I loved, I loved the the celebration day scene. Uh, I Lin Manuel Miranda wrote that song. I don't know if you saw that. Lin Manuel Miranda and JJ Abrams wrote that song together. Oh no! The the celebration day uh, song. They wrote that together. I I love that. I love that that entire scene. I loved. I really just I loved the movie. I just overall, yeah. I I think that my favorite scene was the the scene where she calls in the Force Ghost, and then I think that it was a really nice wrapping up of this saga, and I'm just I super agree. excited to see where they take it from here. I think there are just so many opportunities for them to take it in so many different directions. Um, and I, I, I hope, and for going to the future, my main hope is that they, they let this lie. This needs to be the end of this saga. I agree. I think, I think that yeah. they, can, they can use the characters again, but it cannot be the same thing over again. It I can, agree. And I think it needs to be I'm, I'm not real sure. We know that Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaac and John Boyega have said they don't want to reprise the roles. Yeah. I would be shocked if we don't see them. I, I would be sh- some way. Yeah, yeah, but I would also be shocked if Lucasfilm goes further than what we're at right now. Yeah. I'm not so sure that they that that's a point in time that they really want to go over right now. Yeah. I think we're gonna get a lot of filler stuff between all the episodes we have. And we're gonna I, get a lot of pre episode one. They stuff. need to do old republic. They need I agree. To do I think Sith that's coming. Space. They need to do Bane. They need to do all Mandalorians really stuff like that. I think stuff. I think that's there's coming. so many compelling arcs out there that they're not telling, and I think that that just that just needs yeah, to be told. Yeah, I agree. I think that's kind of the next place they're going. I think pre episode one is what we're gonna get, depending on. Now I don't know. They may change timelines a little bit. Mm. Um, I don't th- like the Kotor was originally four thousand years before the the Republic. I don't know if it'll quite be that long. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, overall. I was really happy with it. Very happy. Like I said, uh, I don't now. I know you said it was your favorite ever. Favorite, yeah. Right now, I don't know where I put it. I know it's definitely better than one and two. I know it's definitely better than seven and eight. I know it's definitely better than solo. I I have not figured out yet if I'm gonna put it above yeah. four, five, and six. I and, think I told you in three. My favorite definitely. I I think that it does. I agree with you entirely. I just also think it beats. Three, yeah, three, and that's three, fine. Six, yeah. I think that's that's yeah, a good thing. So. I, I, I think it's just such a good movie. But I think yeah. after I see it again, uh, a second or maybe even a third time, uh, I'll kind of get my solidified yeah. ranking where it's at. But as of right now, it, it, as of right now, I mean, it's middle of the pack, I mean, but it could easily jump top five somewhere in the, somewhere in that top three area if um, you know if, if I just sit back and because I think now when I go see it the next time, I won't harp as much on the yeah. things like because I know what's happening, so it's not going to be little things aren't going to bother mm-hmm. me as much, but. Yeah. Um, that is our show. We we got a good solid hour in talking yeah. about Star Wars. Um, we both you know really enjoyed it. We came fresh off of it, so we could have a good discussion on it. Um, and we hope you guys will see us next week. Yeah. Keep it between the joysticks. Listen up. <laughs>